Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Murder Moms. I am Maggie. Janessa is not here for this one. Um, because, surprise, this is the season one finale. <laughs> it's kind of a surprise to everybody. But we will be back for season two sometime in August. It is currently summer, so we're taking a summer break. Since we live in Florida, it is tourist season, and especially Janessa's job really picked up. So to keep ourselves sane and from getting completely burnt out, we are going to take a break. We mentioned in the last episode we had run through all of our buffers. So we're going to get this time, take this time to spend time with our families and get caught up with ourselves. I know the newsletter is behind, so we're going to get caught up on that. We're going to rebuild our buffer and just uh, get situated and caught up. So in the meantime, I'm going to leave you with a spooky special featuring my dad. And yeah, we won't completely be gone. Keep a lookout for some bonus drops and we'll see you soon. I thought you were all talking about ghosts and stuff. No. Oh, no. I mean, we might talk about ghosts. I was about to be like, why would we talk about ghosts? But we might. Yeah. You know? Me and Ariel have walked up the driveway and she has said, ooh, a scary ghost. And I was like, there's not a scary ghost there. <laughs> and she's uh, like, okay. <laughs> sure, mom, whatever you say. <laughs> Children can see ghosts, but you do not see a ghost. Well, you know, they try to make everything scary. Ooh, it's like the cemetery at home. Okay, that you know, that's a creepy old cemetery though. Well they the, they say that that angel cries. Uh, they're they're eighteen work. years going through that I place like and all Wait, what? Hold yeah. on. You guys are on some different stuff. What <laughs> <laughs> What angel is crying? The cemetery across from my house where I grew up. The angel cries? Yeah. Dad grew up in Athens, Ohio, and it's Full of weird, creepy And it's supposed to be listed as one of the most haunted. How many indigenous in people were killed here? Huh? How many indigenous people were killed there? Probably a bunch. Yeah. The Salaith uh, <laughs> train. Oh. It was part God. of Athens. It was part of Athens. We went right through it. In fact, they were downtown. They're digging up a building downtown. Uh huh. And lo and behold, they popped into the bottom of this place and. Caverns, and where and people had written on the walls and stuff inside there were there the the slave train. That's where they were. They went. They would bring them into there, then move on out to someplace else. Holy cow! Okay, so what and other the, weird and, things and, have happened in your life? <laughs> well, the town the town I grew up in. The town I grew up in. Yeah. When you take a look at it from above, okay, so way up, uh huh. There's cemeteries, okay. And you take start at this cemetery here, okay. Draw a line from there to there to there. Is there a pentagram? To there to there, to there and it's a damn pentagram over the town. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know this right now. Supernatural stole your pentagram cemeteries. That is so wild, and now yeah. I need to see it. Look up Athens, Ohio. I'm about. Oh, 
I can't right now because I don't okay. have internet. But I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write a note so I can. Athens, Ohio, and it's Ohio University. There are places that uh, on the campus where there's people who died. This is all the stuff I'm saying. I've been saving for spooky stories. We do spookies. Also, it's uh, insane asylum. Mm-hmm. It's where they first started doing frontal lobotomies, and in, in, that's where they all started that. And a woman died; she disappeared. Okay. Okay. A, a patient disappeared. Okay. And several years later, they were going through doing remodeling, and they went into the upper tower, and they found her. Okay. And her body is etched in the concrete. Where she was laying. Her body. Hold on. It, it etched into the when it decomposed. It etched I into the concrete. This. Now that's so, a, that's insane. Asylum in Athens, Ohio. Okay. Um, the train tracks at Moon Moonville. That's right outside of Athens. Okay, hold on. <laughs> we have. We got. We got to go back to this lady's body being permanently into we, the we ground. Have, we, we haven't even talked about my dad. Oh, yeah. Happening right now. Okay. My father passed away. Okay. okay. He, first of all, he worked for the telephone company. Okay. And he worked for the telephone company for 40, almost 50 years. Okay. And he had been in this building, the telephone building, for years. And this is an old, old building. And in the basement of it, we, got, we call it down the cellar. Okay. And it, when you go through the cellar, they had arched doorways going through it, okay? Mm-hmm. If you go through one to the other. Um, power went off. Okay. And they got everybody out. Mm-hmm. But one woman. And my dad was dead. Okay. Okay. Anyhow, after about five, or ten minutes, this woman, she was an operator. She was up on the third floor. Telephone company. Okay. okay came out of the basement and they stopped and they asked her, they said, how how'd you get out of there and she said well this nice guy helped me out well who was he? well I don't know and they uh, started questioning her more and well, describing and they started describing this guy with a plaid shirt his glasses and his hair combed over like this about this tall and the guy looked at her and said, don't worry about it. That's right, Janet. That's Bob that. Supposedly, my dad escorted this woman through a the totally darkened building out up to the basement. Through the catacombs. Now, you know how I learned about this? I do not. My mama, my mama was dying upstairs in the hospital, we were and we were so, downstairs. We were, and this we guy sitting. who worked for the telephone company... Came in and was checking on mom to see how she was doing and everything. And we're all downstairs waiting for her to die. And he started telling us about it. And I'm just going, do what? And my brothers and sister looked at me and said, yes. Yeah, we were all sitting together. We never knew, but they knew. What? Yep. We had no idea. I had no idea about this. Belinda was with it. It's all. And we're going. Aww. Yeah, we had just come out of ICU from seeing her. Yep. 
But damn, this is a strange town. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> well, he told us that after he died, his mother had trouble sleeping, and she mm-hmm. was flipping around in the bed. And, and she said that he woke her up. He woke her up and told her not to fall out of bed. And she... She had no problem staying by herself because she knew dad was around. Yeah. Now, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't say it's true and I don't say it's false, but it it happened. That is insane. Okay. So, ghost dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Ghost dad. And then... The cemetery across the street is interesting. It isn't? It it is interesting. Oh, okay. They've got... uh, the first cemetery, the first grave in there is actually a, a um, tree trunk that's petrified, and they ended up putting a, a metal plate on the top of it, and that's where the first grave is located. Okay. And they got uh, a Civil War soldiers. Uh huh. And there was a one guy who was hung for killing either his girl or his wife or his wife's boyfriend or both of them. They got that real nice headstone for that. Mm-hmm. Well, what they do in the town, they go through and the, the historical society goes through and gets this stuff, puts it all together, and uh, they make they made the headphones, headstones. All oh, the cemetery at the the state hospital ground. Okay. Most of the headstones that are you there. You talking about in Ohio again? Yeah. Okay. In my hometown, most of the headstones are numbered. There's no name on them. And it correlates to a book. And for many years, people, they wanted to publish the names for the book. The, they had numbers instead of names because people didn't want to be embarrassed. Because these patients, these were the patients at the hospital that died. Oh, okay. Okay. But now they, after so many years, they said, well, it's not going to really matter that much. And so anyhow, they finally started putting names on headstones. So... Now, the, the state hospital ground, it's owned by the college now. Let me think. Station down in Blago, Arkansas, there's a place down there, and uh, there's fireballs that go down the railroad track, or they'll ride the fence. And those are for real. They're, they're St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's St. Elmo's fire. Fire, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's got stuff to do with static buildup in the air. And I've seen one of them. <laughs> what do you mean by fireballs? <laughs> It's a, it's a glow and a fire. It looks and, and yeah, like a ball of fire. Like a but ball is it like blowing yes, or is it flying across? Yes, it's flying across. Okay. And that's down Steele, Missouri. Oh, Missouri. That's where I saw it. Did Maggie tell you about the, side. the the ghost in the house down in Knightsville? Oh yeah. No, no, I didn't. Maggie. Maggie did not. How are you not going to tell me about a ghost? Did you? Did did did? Okay. Have you I, ever seen? I haven't told have you, you a lot of this. Have you ever seen the houses down in Niceville where we live? I have been to that house. Which no, house? No, she's been to seven hundred nine one she, time. So, so, okay, okay I've been to a house. I didn't know there were multiples. Did you know that seven hundred nine was blessed by yes. a oh yeah lady? the same we, we, first of all Indian lady yes if. If I don't know that there was a ghost, <laughs> why would I know that it had been no, 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 it's a different house. Two different houses. Two different houses. <laughs> the, con- okay. the concrete block house, when you're looking at 709, 711, the concrete block house up there, and we'd be sitting there, and all of a sudden I would go, oh, okay, there it goes. 
I could see things move. Just don't ask me what it was. Just just I, things moving by themselves across the house. Just no ectoplasm. So it, what? What it looks like? Because I saw it too. I was in my room and it's disturbance in the air. It went the way it was set up. Is it at the end of the hall? It was my room, the bathroom, and then my parents' room. Okay. And I remember waking up and looking out the window and seeing the a, a form, okay. a person form, walk past my door, stop and look in to check on me, and then go into the bathroom. This person form looked like the after image of a flash from a camera. What do you mean? Like in your eyes when you get a flash? Yeah. You know you know when someone takes your picture with a flash of a camera? Yeah. And you see like that square image in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It looks like that, but like in the form of a person. A small person. A small, like a child? Yes. No, I'm done. It wasn't, cre- it, it wasn't a creepy vibe though. It was a like, are you doing all right tonight? All right, cool. Kind of vibe. Oh my gosh. And then and, and then it was like, all right, cool. And then it went into the bathroom. And the lady who moved into the house after we moved out. She took I, over I never, that I never, I never told her anything about this. And finally she asked one day. She said, <laughs> you, just, you just left this woman. Yeah. <laughs> you just left her to the that, wolves. That was different. But she said, uh, is there anything you really want to tell me about this place? <laughs> she went off one day about like witch hands. Witch hands? Yeah, like she got spindly little spider fingers. Spindly spider. Like really long, long narrow fingers. fingers. Oh. Bony. Bony, yeah. Okay. And now I see people with those, I'm like, she's got witch hands. And that's all I can think of now. Thank you. But apparently, supposedly, there was a little boy who died in the lot behind our house. Mm-hmm. They do say that. His dad killed him. Oh, my gosh. Well, what I, they say. That's what Mr. Dietrich Mr. said. Yeah, but they never proved anything. But Mr. Dietrich that's said her Mr. dad Dietrich killed him. Said. And Mr. Dietrich grew up in that neighborhood. And then, like, didn't the dad burn down the house, right, after that? The house? I think so. In fact, 120. 120 Bistro, well, the parking lots were the house where the house was. Beside 120 Bistro. Jeez. Okay. Okay. So ghosts, um, murderers. Okay. So he, yeah, but he bodies fusing the, to the ground. The the so it's, we we figure it's the ghost of the little boy. We both saw it. Yeah, we saw it. And it wasn't it wasn't spooky. No. It it was it was just kind Not, of a. Dot felt very comfortable in that house. Yeah, in fact, I that room. She swore that she says, "Yeah, he's there." I he, he try he looks in on me. She checked. He checked on me. And that's what it was. It was a it was a check. Like a parent would check on a child, be like, "You're okay, all right." And that's the same vibe I got. I was about eighteen years old, something like that. But Eugene and I went down to this guy's name, this house, his friend's house, a shoemaker. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were in the Christmas tree business. But anyhow, he was talking, and something was said, and I said something about ectoplasms, and he looked at me and said, you know what an ectoplasm is? I said, yeah, it's a spirit. He said, let me show you something. <laughs> he brings out these pictures. He had gone to Michigan and to a family reunion. They were old German-style people, and uh, he uh, took pictures of everybody, and you know, all this, and, Fantastic. Had a great time. 
came home, got the pictures developed, sitting there looking at them, said, yeah, they great pictures and everything, set them down, and then glanced down and looked at it, and there in the bark of the tree was a picture of a person. And this, these over here was a picture of a person. And this one is a picture of a person. And he pulled his pictures out, and I'm looking at them, and I'm wow. And he says, okay, what I did, he says, now I had the pictures developed down at Crow. So I went back, when we went back up to Michigan the next summer, he says, I took pictures again. And this time I took them to Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson had a photography studio and had him develop them. And the same thing happened again. They were pictures of people who were his ex, his relatives who had passed away. What? And he had pictures of them as, you know, old pictures back then and pictures in the trees. Oh my gosh. So stuff is stuff goes on all the time. I just, I don't deny it. I say okay. Whatever. My dad. My yep. dad in Mississippi. He um he was like nine and his parent my grandparents, they ran out to grocery store. He was the only boy. And they were supposed to stay outside. He snuck in back in the house and got himself a peanut butter sandwich. And it had a hall mirror. And he's looking in the hall mirror, and behind him is a stair. And he sees this red-haired lady walking down the stairs. And she was the former owner of the house. And so he beat it through the door. And they, As you do. They, they would not go back in that house until Mom and Daddy came back down the middle of Biloxi. Oh, my gosh. They, so they looked up after they got outside, and they looked up in the gables. And she was staring at them. <laughs> now, a lot of people won't talk about this stuff to you. That's this is this is crazy. We have literally one ghost story. Period. In your family? Yeah. That's no, it. No, it's just it's just Mowgli. That's it's, it. It's the only one they talk about. So all we have is is Mowgli who was my mom's high school boyfriend essentially. Yeah. And the only thing that we have from that is that she was this is when she lived in Colorado and she was asleep and she heard a ball going up and down the stairs and she just thought that it was uh, my brother and our cousin Doug. And she was like, you guys need to go to bed. Like, I already told you, quit being ridiculous, <laughs> essentially go to bed. And it didn't stop. So she went to go and check on it and the ball stopped on the stairs and like rolled away. And so she went to go find where it was going and she went into the kitchen and things just started flying off of the counters and everything and out wow. of the cabinets. And she just knew somehow she felt that it was Mowgli, who was the guy that she dated in high school, but she had broken up with him because he had been cheating on her. And it was a good thing because he ended up dying because of AIDS. Mm-hmm. Um, but she like yelled at him. She was like, Mike, if you don't and stop, I swear to God, you're scaring my kids. Cause that's my mom as a person is screaming at a goat <laughs> and it stopped but that's that's it that's the only weird thing we have we had people when we lived in california that would cut off the heads of our chickens um but that we makes never sense. we never found them yeah I mean, california yeah just santeria San- yeah exactly exactly what it was well we're stationed in montana here he goes again <laughs> he's he's on it yeah there's a well i got some a couple of I got, I got a couple or, of them. Uh, 
when was I in Montana? 60, 76. Mm-hmm. This is back in 70, 70, 76 area time frame. And it's called the cattle mutilation. So they were finding cattle mutilated. Yeah. Bottom tongue, mouth taken off, testicles removed. Oh my gosh. Uh, bled out. All types of weird, crazy stuff. It's, it's very prevalent up there. That happens all the time. Now, I mean, people are get too excited. <laughs> One time. Were they getting excited before? They're yeah. just like, oh yeah, another cattle. Now, so, yeah, well, basically, it's kind of like the crop circles. The, the scariest I think I've ever been was we're down at the where our shop was. There's a old municipal uh, storage area. One night we went down there and we're cleaning up and getting things straightened out. And I heard a sound to this day. It told me just with chills up and down my back. I have no idea what it was, but I wouldn't go out to find out. And they were supposedly Bigfoot was down around there. What the what? And I have no idea what it was. All I know is this kid I love and I went over to the door, pulled that sucker door closed, and put the big drop bar on it and called the shop and said, You want us? You come down and get us. We're not leaving this building. Wait, was this in Montana too? Yeah, this is in Montana. Great Falls. So you were you were stationed there? Yeah. Yeah. Their things were so bad. Uh-huh. People would see sights at night and things. And these poor guys out of this missile silo, they would see something. The way it was set up, you had the silos, and they were like this, mm-hmm. out around this main thing. And then you had the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they would call from this control center to this control center and say, hey, how's the weather up north? And what that meant was, go look up north and tell me what you see. Because they would not admit to see anything, because if they saw something, a UFO, mm-hmm. they got sent in and they got questioned and questioned and questioned and questioned and yeah. destroyed the days off. Quit saying anything. But That's crazy. Yeah, but there's, there's cases of the, the uh, sighting where they on the radar site, they see it going this way and then stop and then just pop straight up. Yeah. And what is it? I don't know. You know, the Navy came out now and was just like, oh, yeah, it's totally UFOs. You can just play with yeah. me today. Well, and you saw the thing Outside. in Texas. It looks like somebody in a spotlight bless you. walking in the air, like 200 feet, 300 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. I feel like Krypton's dad also really likes Mothman. Mothman? Yeah. Oh, I'm the Mothman. <laughs> I'm the Mothman. That's, that's a little town just south of Athens. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Down on the river. That is. And, and the thing is, you know, Mothman, you know what it was? Hmm. It's a sandhill crane. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what it really was. Uh huh. Now, they had the Nuclear Energy Commission down there on the island, which is just up from the river, bridge that collapsed. And so maybe a bird got zapped, and maybe it looked a little weird. But, you know, the sheriff said, yeah, he's. And I saw this thing, and I put it in the gear and stepped on the gas. And it was holding on to me, and I wouldn't move, and I couldn't move. I was getting scared and stepped harder and harder. It wouldn't go, and then I reached down and released the emergency brake. And then I could go. There was so much hype over nothing. Yeah. You know? Huh. Now, the silver bridge collapsing, I know what caused it, but that was all structural failure. That was a bad situation. A lot of people died. 
bridge across the Ohio River. Mm-hmm. The Mothman supposedly was telling them, and that was just up in Huntington. The replacement bridge that your brother or your uncle helped design. Oh, that's cool. My general manager, her name's Paula, she has a lot of telling dreams where she'll just know things. So the way she started this was by coming up to me in 2013. She goes, you're getting married. And I said, what? She's like, you're getting married. I'm really excited. Let me know what you want. And I was like, Paula, I'm not getting married. I had just broken up with like my boyfriend of four years or what have you. And I was like, I'm not getting married. She's like, no, you are. I saw your dress. It's really pretty. I wrote it down. I put it in an envelope and I gave it to Josh, which is her son and my friend. And I was like, okay, sure. So anyways, I got married in 2014. And she brings me this envelope and she was like, I have the envelope for you. Are you ready? And I was like, okay, great. And she was like, okay, so I saw your dress and it was white and there was something tight on it and it was yellow, which is not accurate. I had my dress and I did have a a little band here and there was a lot of lace, but there was no yellow. However, my flowers were sunflowers. So she saw all of that before I had it. When I had Kaya, she had texted me like a month before I was pregnant. And she was like, let me know what you name your daughter. And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, I had a dream. You had a daughter. Let me know what you name her. I was like, Paula, I'm not pregnant. And then I got pregnant and then I had a daughter. Um, But when she was telling me that I was getting married, she was like, no, let me tell you. It's going to happen. It's real. I have these dreams all the time. I had a dream where I was bartending and I grabbed the bottle of Jack Daniels and I went to go pour it and the neck broke in my hand and there was glass on my hand and my hand was full of blood and it was bleeding everywhere and the bottle of Jack was on the floor, just broken and just liquor everywhere. And I was like, okay, you bartend. I've had dreams where I've dropped bottles before. And she goes, no. I woke up the next day and my friend Jack was dead. He'd blown his head off. He shot himself. And so she had a dream where she grabbed a bottle of Jack Daniels and it blew up in her hand. And I was like, I'm done with you. Don't tell me about your dreams anymore. Because that is wild to me. Aren't you happy that I didn't tell you what was happening? Just crazy to me. I mean, kind of. I've never had so many things happen. (laughs) To people I knew before like that. You, That's... If you open yourself up, you're susceptible to receive things. Oh, that is that is not a problem for me. That's why we don't play with Ouija boards. Uncle Steve gave me a Ouija board. I remember this. I remember this. Uncle Steve gave me a Ouija board when I was like eight years old. Why? I don't know. But Uncle Steve gave me a Ouija board and me and mom played with it. Why? And... I said she was moving the thing around, and she said she wasn't, and then I said this is dumb, and we never played with it again. Who gives an eight-year-old a Ouija board? I I didn't understand the point of the game. It's not not a a game. game. Well, I was eight. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the point of the game. I was like, what? What is? What am I doing? Yeah, Ouija Ouija board is is not. It's not something to mess with. I don't know why people think that. No, thank you. You have to set that sucker on fire and toss it in a river, and that's how you get rid of it. If you're lucky. Yeah. We had uh, Ouija boards when I was a kid. Uh huh. But we never really played with it serious. Yeah. And now there's some folks who play with it quite serious. 
Do you have any spooky stories? One? Do you have any spooky stories? This is kind of devolved into are we, just... Are we doing spooky story now? Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's what it's devolved into. Spooky stories? My grandpa used to tell me that Indians were buried in the basement of their house. Why? Keep their cell in the basement. Oh, okay, good. So I, I always told the kids that at my mom's house, that's where the Indians were buried. Oh my gosh. Oh, I remember. I was about uh, 14, 15 years old, something like that. And I had my doctor and neighbor, my buddy. He was John. John Beasley. Is this who you blew the stump up with? Yeah. Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> of course it was. This graveyard where I was telling you about, I was going through the graveyard there. And uh, this was like, it was on a Friday night, Saturday night. And John and I were coming, cutting through the graveyard, going home. It was a, back then, it was a shortcut. And it had been snowing, I guess, for about all day. And we're going through the graveyard, and not thinking about it, the graveyard road goes in, and then it curves a little bit to the right, dog legs to the right, and then kind of straightens out. So we start down this road, and for some reason, we veer off the center of the road, and we're right walking like on the edge of the road. No. Uh huh. Well, where this dog leg is, it also dips down. Oh. Well, it's all snowing, and it, it all, it's all nice snow through there. And all of a sudden, I step off the bank into the snow drift, and I go down. And it scared the crap out of me because I thought I fell into a grave. <laughs> okay. And this is just past the angel. You'll see the angel when you the, look up. The crying angel. The crying angel, yes. The crying angel. Does she cry regular things, or does she cry blood? Just tears. Okay. Crying. No blood. No blood. Okay. No. But anyhow, when you look at the angel... It's wild look, over here, man. Look, you just, you walked into some real white past, people stuff going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you look past the angel just to the right and look straight over, you'll see a, a gray house, two-story house. You can be able to see it. I think you can. That's where I live. Okay. Now, one night I did cut through the graveyard and turn around and went back because I saw something down there standing, bending over a headstone. And I don't know who or what it was, but I got the hell out of there. <laughs> As you do. Sometimes you just, you don't ask. You don't, don't yeah. Do. <laughs> you better get, you better As I said, it. doesn't matter how nice and not spooky that graveyard is, I will not be in it after dark. No, I see cars drive down, like, into the, into the cemetery at night. Yeah, they do. I'm just like. Who's, who's, who's going in there? What are they doing? Why are they They're going in the visit. But, like, who knows at night to go, like, visit? Well, why not? Yeah. Come out because the same, but you just, like, <laughs> 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 I'm out at night. My mom lives next to a graveyard, and I would not go in that graveyard. Oh, the memorial one? Yeah. I don't like that one either. She lives over there. That I'm, one's not spooky. It's too, it's too big. It, it, so... It, it's not that it's spooky. I don't find graveyards spooky. I just don't think that it, it's a place where you should be when you're not supposed to be there. I don't think that it's a, a place to mess around. That's a the place one, for the dead, and I the, think we should one, respect it. Yeah, the one that's over there next to um, the Civic Center. The Civic Center? In Pensacola. Yeah, it's just like people are in there when we're going we to. Oh, that old one? Over oh, there, yeah. And, and doing, Pensacola? And just like doing stuff and just like. You were you were not doing yourself any favors. Yeah, I know. Like on the one hand, I get it. It's it's a cool aesthetic, and you want to take your cool pictures with the cool aesthetic. But on the other hand, like you gotta be respectful, man. I mean, I am one hundred percent here for the aesthetic. I literally have like 
a knitted witch hat in my what car did you right find? now. <laughs> it's so he can be buried at I NAS. Mean, I don't want to be buried. Cremated at NAS. You want to turn into a tree? They can do that now. I want to know. I want to be. They can, a B-52 airplane sitting out here. I'm going to do it and for you. At night time, I'll throw it up in that airplane. I'm, what, what, well, so what I'm going to do, and Doug has already agreed, even if he's forgotten, which he probably has, because mm-hmm. I'm the only one who remembers things. No, you just make plans for other people. We've made a pact. We already made a pact. Who's made a pact? Me and Doug. Oh, okay, thank God. Because I was like, hold on, we're going back. Okay, go on. We made a pact that we would take some of your ashes and put them around the B-52 in the middle of the night. And people at work were like, you know, you can do that during the day. Just like be like, oh, oops, I dropped some things. And yeah. Nobody knew mm-hmm. what it was. So that's already also, a, a done deal. Now, see, the thing is, it costs too damn much to be buried. It's true. No. It be a tree. I mean, if you want yeah. me to do all of it, like, we'll, we'll have to do it piecemeal, but we'll make it happen. <laughs> but... You want to tell him what Javon does? No, I don't want to tell him about Javon's notes. (laughs) So my husband is the worst person I've ever met in my life. And he... And you married him. Yeah. what did I have to say about you? I've never talked good about myself now. (laughs) Let's not not harp on that. Um, he several years ago decided that he didn't want me to forget about him if he died before me. Okay. So he's left me at least a dozen death notes around the house. And I found one in the car. He just writes these like lengthy notes or not lengthy. It doesn't really matter. You would think that, but it's he cares that much for you. No, because let me tell you his reasoning. Let me tell you his reasoning. His reasoning is that if he goes before me, he doesn't want me to forget about him and move on. He He wants to constantly be me be reminded that he died, so I can never be with anyone else. He he said this. I was over there one day, and she pulled out. Of her wallet. Out of my wallet. This note. And she's like, Javon, I don't want your death note. And I went and threw it at him. They're and I, numbered. Some of them are like, I love you so much. You're so great. You're a great mom. And he's like, I don't want her to move on, though. Some of them are like, hey, uh, you're a butthead. And I hope that this made your day worse. You smell bad. Like, it's, there's no, <laughs> there's no median for what I'm going to find. One of them just had, like, a drawing of a penis on it. Like, <laughs> Sounds I've got to beat this guy. <laughs> He's getting some ideas. You have met him. But yeah, so they're all over the place. I found one the other day. I was cleaning off our, our mantle and I was taking everything off and dusting everything. And I grabbed, we have the bottle of wine from our wedding and I grabbed that to dust it and I heard something clank around in there. And I look and there's a note in there and I was like, you. He had like taped it so it wouldn't <laughs> open, so it would like slide out. So I just shook it and it plopped out. And I was like, and I put it back in the bottle and I put the bottle away. I'm not gonna give him the gratification of me reading these death notes. <laughs> what other weird things? I mean, when Joey died, I woke up. 
But I didn't know that till like the next day. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my dad when he passed away. Yeah. I like I was shot up in bed and I was like, <gasps> and Chris was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, all right, go to bed. I was like, okay, fine. I got off work at seven o'clock in the morning, had breakfast, went back to the dorm, I'm in bed by 8.30 and I laid there. Couldn't sleep. Don't know why. So I walked down to the post office, bought a uh, roll of stamps. And because of humidity in Thailand, you had to use them up right away. Mm-hmm. So you just put them on envelopes. <laughs> I sat there and stacked all the envelopes. About 11 o'clock, I'm sitting there, and then I go to sleep. And about 1.30, 2.30, I get in the afternoon, chaplain comes and knocks on the door. My dad had died when I went to sleep. Hmm. But we're on the opposite side of the country, world. We were supposed to be at the and Olympic we Park bombing. bombing. Yeah, we oh, really? Atlanta, yeah. Yep, we had made plans to go down there, and something happened. I don't remember. I was sick. Yeah, I think you got sick. Oh my gosh, can't really remember. Like I heard that I was sick, and then also like we're getting ready to move, or something like that. Well, we were getting ready to move. Yeah, and we're moving the following Friday. And we ended up on Monday. We closed up on Monday, and this Olympic bombing was on Friday night, and we're supposed to go down. So you were sick. And poor Jules, that poor guy got screwed so bad. He's one of the first got accused of bombing. I mean, he his life was destroyed. Yeah. Because news people, I do not like news people because of what they did to him. And John was in Korea. Right, mm-hmm. and he had to try to get through with the Red Cross or something like that because he couldn't get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. My brother, that's crazy. How many near misses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, it was only this year that I finally figured out with that new movie what really happened because from so many years I thought that like the stadium was bombed I never I was young, so yeah, young I, I like I never looked into but, it and the thing is that's where we're going we were going down to Watertown yeah and I was trying to figure out we like how we got tickets to the stadium and I was like alright that's cool whatever never thought too much about it no we are going down to the to the uh, yeah once I figured out it was, it was the park itself I was like okay that makes a lot more sense yeah the sprinklers they had underground water system. Mm-hmm. Shoot up. Oh, you want to do your spinny thing? Oh, yeah. Weird thing. Yeah. yeah, and all the kids just played in it. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Murder Moms. Be sure to like us, rate, and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to our Patreon, where you'll get exclusives like outtakes, discount codes for merch, and bloopers. Subscribe to our newsletter to see the photos we discuss in the episode, our sources, links to merch, and other bonuses. Submit questions, comments, and corrections to murdermomspodcast at gmail.com. You can also just drop a line to say hi. Thanks again, and we'll see you in two weeks.